It is Friday night, September 15th, and I made it to Burlington. I'm in Burlington, Vermont, on the shores of Lake Champlain, and I uh, have a perfect campsite. I am have, have my tent set up here right on the shore along the waterfront bike path uh, adjacent to downtown. Found a spot with a couple of picnic tables and waited for dusk, and in fact, I got here after dusk, actually, because I went to get food. Um, stuffed myself with a giant burrito and then uh, went to the co-op and proceeded to fill up a container from the uh, hot bar and I was like, what the hell am I doing? I just ate a burrito. and uh, But I'm devouring that right now, so it's not a problem because when you're bike touring, you can eat pretty much anything. Um, I have a beautiful sight right here. I'm looking out uh, across the lake at uh, New York. I didn't realize how beautiful it was on the New York side and riding today, I got to see that coming up from Virgins, Vermont. Um, along, well, I don't remember the names of the roads and everything, but it was basically, it was a little bit west of Route 7 up until I got to Charlotte and then, uh, crossed over and then I was, or maybe it was, no, maybe that was Shelburne where I, yeah, it was Shelburne where I crossed over to the east side, uh, rode up the east side of Route 7 and, uh, then eventually hit the, the bike path that took me over towards the waterfront and went for a dip in the beach in Oak Ridge Park. Oak Ridge Park, I think is the name of it, um, if I'm remembering correctly. And I had a great, uh, that was great. Got to go in the water, and there were only a few other people around, and it was it was glorious. Uh, water was a little on the cold, cold side, but, uh, you know, I'm not a swimmer, so uh, I didn't uh, go too far out. But, um, but yeah, it was great. Um, it was shallow pretty far out, so I got to hang out and experience, uh, spent about an hour there, and then I rode the bike path into downtown. Uh, and then I had to go back because I remembered that uh, I put my bike down to, it was the only time I tried to use a kickstand. Uh, it was earlier today to take a picture on the way here, and then the second time uh, I tried to use a kickstand and it uh, just snapped in half. So, uh, yeah, I'm riding around with a broken kickstand. Tossed the broken piece. Um, but, of course, I got to Burlington, got near downtown, and I realized that I forgot to pick up the broken piece from the floor um, after I was laughing about it. So, uh, so I was like, well, I gotta go back there and get the piece. I can't just leave it down there on the beach. Uh, so, yeah. But I got this perfect sight right now, and I'm looking out across Lake Champlain at New York. And, uh, this, the sunrise is not gonna be coming from this direction, obviously, but this is west. But, uh, it will still be, hopefully, beautiful nonetheless. And I gotta get some rest so I can get up at 6 a.m. and before sunrise so that, uh, I can be out of here before, uh, anybody complains. And if you've not been to Burlington, you should get over here. Uh, beautiful little city and uh, beautiful, absolutely beautiful waterfront. Tomorrow I'm going to go up to the Isles and ride around. Um, I've heard about a 40-mile loop you can do um, by going up the Island Line Trail and then uh, taking the ferry to Plattsburgh and then riding south on the New York side and then the ferry from Port Kent back to Burlington downtown. So I'm thinking about doing that. Uh, I was going to go further up and then try to come back on Sunday, but uh, right now it looks like thunderstorms on Saturday night and Sunday. So um, if that continues to be forecast, then uh, I uh, won't, won't want to be riding 50 miles on Sunday in the pouring rain for my last day. Um, was originally going to try to get out of here Sunday, but it's not going to happen. So uh, Sunday I'll spend the day bumming around Burlington and uh, 
enjoying this city, and I decided that uh, I would like to leave from here. So this would be a nice place to end the trip before I get on Amtrak for 24 hours, and then another 20 hours or so. No, I don't know, maybe 24 plus 12, I guess. It's going to be a lot of Amtrak. So I'm going to go, uh, yeah, here in Burlington, I'm going to go to the co-op and stock up, get a big bag of food, and I can bring on Amtrak, and uh, all will be well. But tomorrow will be another glorious ride, beautiful riding, basically between the Green Mountains on the east and the Adirondacks in New York State on the on the west. I think that's the Adirondacks. might be the Catskills. I'm not sure. Um, but whatever mountains in New York along the uh, along the Lake Champlain. Absolutely beautiful. So um, get up here. Greetings from Plattsburgh, New York, on Saturday, uh, September 16th, I think, in the evening, about uh, 7 p.m., and uh, I have found a place to camp. Uh, I've been having good luck with churches, and uh, found a church, and uh, there was the person, there was a uh, mass or something getting out, and so I asked the guy in the green robe, uh, I don't know what his title was, uh, but he was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So that sounds good, so I've been riding around past half hour and I'm going to go back there and set up in just a few minutes uh, listening to some music right now at a bar on Margaret Street which appears to be the main street in town a um, bunch of uh, you know little pubs and other businesses and things going on I'm just uh, kind of hanging out here I see the uh, university up there uh, SUNY Plattsburgh which is a, a campus of the State University of New York system and I'm going to go by the train station as well i uh, really bummed that I can't take this uh, Amtrak's Adirondack line because it doesn't take bikes. Um, really bummed about that because I could get it. could have gotten it up at Roos's Point all the way up in the Canadian border, or I could have gotten it here or at Port Kent, which is uh, where a ferry goes across to Burlington. Um, but in any case, I'm going to finish the loop. I went up the Island Line Trail and took a little bike ferry across the cut, as they call it. It's about a gap of about, uh, I don't know, 20 feet, 50 feet. Um, in, uh, you can almost jump across. Um, that's how short it is on the Island Line Trail on a causeway. It was beautiful. I really enjoyed that ride. And uh, I rode around South Hero and uh, got really excited for a smoothie. Uh, on the map, there was this uh, place called the Pharmacy and Juice Bar. And uh, But when I got to the pharmacy, uh, it was... It was not a juice bar. Uh, it was very sad. Um, so I went, but anyway, I went to get the ferry to Grand Isle, uh, from Grand Isle to um, Plattsburgh, New York, to, uh, via Cumberland's Head, which is a peninsula, Cumberland Bay. And, um, you know, I, I was going to ride all the way up to towards Canada. And uh, I think where I was at Grand Isle, according to the signs, I was 26 miles from the Canadian border and uh, 28 from Roos's Point if I had crossed over into New York, the northernmost town in New York. But, uh, you know, I, it was getting uh, very flat, and uh, it was very, um, you know, where I was riding on the island was not by the water. And, uh, and I had seen beautiful views, so I said, you know what? Um, yeah, when I was in Burlington, I saw a 40-mile uh, loop advertised by the Local Motion, which is a bike advocacy organization, and uh, which involved going up to, riding up from Burlington up the Island Line Trail and taking the ferry from Grand Isle to Plattsburgh and then biking down along Route 9 
through Plattsburgh and into Port Kent, and then taking the ferry back across to Burlington. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do that. Um, but needless to say, I didn't make it all the way. Um, got into Plattsburgh about 5, a little after 5 p.m., and uh, probably could have pushed on to Port Kent, but uh, the ferry wasn't quite sure. I think the ferry was 620-something. It was the last boat. And uh, I'm sure I could have found a place to camp, uh, either in Port Kent or in Burlington, but hadn't done that, and so, uh, you know, would have had to do that after dark, and thought that, you know what, uh, let me uh, let me take my time here, uh, check out Plattsburgh a little bit, and uh, was able to uh, make myself some food. I have so much food, because I made it to the post office and got a package that I had sent for myself uh, to general delivery, so uh, actually these were snacks and things that were intended to go to me in Bar Harbor, Maine, uh, but I mixed up the boxes, so... Uh, was very sad in Bar Harbor and very excited here. So I had some food and I'm just uh, chilling here listening to some music. And I will go down tomorrow. There's a place called Ozable Chasm, which uh, seems to be uh, interesting rock formations and maybe some hiking. Uh, very close to Port Kent in Keysville, New York. So I'm going to check that out. And then I head back to Burlington. And it's supposed to rain tonight. I only got a little bit of drizzle today. Uh, it was enough to put the rain covers on, uh, but then it didn't really rain. So. Uh, but tomorrow there's definitely going to be some rain, and there should be some rain overnight tonight. And tomorrow I'm staying in the Burlington Hostel so that uh, I can uh, you know, sleep in a dry bed and uh, have a chance to do my laundry and everything else before I get on a train Monday and uh, the Vermonter heading southbound. And the big question is, will I bike uh, or bus about seven miles or so east of Burlington to Essex Junction where Amtrak stops, or... Will I take the early bus to St. Albans, or will I take the early bus to Montpelier, which is the state capital, a little bit south. St. Albans is north, smaller, uh, small town, or, well, small city. And uh, so that's the big question, is where I'm going to go. And uh, you will know next time. By the way, uh, the lake effect is real. It was very windy today, and I had a tailwind much of the way. Uh, but this morning when I woke up uh, from my beautiful campsite on the shore of uh, Lake Champlain in downtown Burlington, uh, it was almost impossible to pack up my tent. Uh, the thing was blown away from me, and I, after about 10 minutes of trying with it just to get the poles out, to get it to stay still so I get the poles out, I finally dragged it over to uh, next to a nearby building where, uh, you know, about 100 feet away, where uh, I was able to, uh, you know, get on the side of the building, take shield from the wind, and, uh, and get it closed. So, uh, adventures in adventures in camping. Uh, tonight uh, will probably rain, and hopefully I will not get wet. So, uh, you will hear from me soon. Hope you're enjoying uh, following along. This is almost the end of the adventure, because Burlington is the ultimate destination. Please send me comments. Uh, the email address is feedback at criticaltransit.com. And you can also go on the website, criticaltransit.com, and there are links. There's a link to contact me that way. I'm on Twitter at Critical Transit, and I'm on Facebook. You can search for me by name. Uh, no, there's no longer a Critical Transit page, uh, but you can find me pretty easily. If you just Google Critical Transit, that will turn it up as well. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. I look forward to hearing from you. Good morning on Sunday from somewhere south of Plattsburgh, New York. Uh, beautiful little park. Look out with some picnic tables and everything where I am waiting for my tent to dry. Uh, it rained pretty decently overnight and um, got woken up at about 5.58 this morning by the uh, Plattsburgh City Police 
who apparently uh, got a call from somebody from the church who didn't know that somebody else in the church told me that I could camp there. So, um, but they were cool. Um, they were respectful and professional and whatever. And they were my I say 558 because uh, as I was opening the tent to talk to them, uh, the alarm went off. And that was set for 6 o'clock because there was a, I knew there was a mass at 7.30 and I wanted to be out of there before then. So, uh, so it was pretty well. Uh, the rain had just about stopped at that point. So I was able to uh, get my, load my stuff up and uh, you know, I had a wet tent. Uh, and then I saw this park here so I figured to uh, come out here and let everything dry out. Uh, the sun is big and bright and looks pretty high up in the sky. Um, looking out over Lake Champlain here from the, the New York side. As I mentioned, going to go down to Port Kent and get the ferry over to Burlington. It uh, looks like a beautiful day today. I don't know if it's actually going to rain after all. So uh, this might be a good day to go to that Osable Chasm, which is near Port Kent, that, which has piqued my interest. Um, so we shall see. Um, but the original plan was for a, a low-key day. I was going to be back in Burlington last night. And the original plan, I was just going to bomb around Burlington and just you know, maybe take the bus and walk around because it was going to be raining all day. So uh, that was not to be. But in any case, uh, tomorrow morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to stock up. And I still haven't figured out whether I'm going to go to uh, which Amtrak station I'm going to go to, either St. Albans, uh, Essex, which is near Burlington, or uh, Montpelier. Um, either St. Albans or Montpelier, I have to take a bus to. And the other one I can, Essex, I can bike to. It's about seven miles. So uh, we shall see. But first I will uh, stop at the co-op and stock up on on food here. Looks like my tent is just about dry and I am cooking some uh, packaged, pre-packaged uh, quinoa with vegetables and lent some lentils in this thing. Um, it's taken a while. It's supposed to simmer for eight minutes and it's been probably closer to 20. But it's it's almost done here. I'm, I don't have a lid for this pot because I picked up a... I dished my big pot uh, on the way and then I, uh, I picked up a little pot in that hiker hostel in Rutland but this little pot, with a foldable handle, but this little pot does not uh, have a cover. And uh, I've tried at several thrift stores trying to find a cover, and uh, none of them came through. I'm surprised by that. Um, anyway, right now, beautiful view. We're enjoying the scenery. Things are good. I saw a uh, homeless guy sleeping on a bench in Plattsburgh, so maybe that would have been a good option. Um, and I was thinking, it made me think of... Uh, a conversation that I had in Maine on the at the foot of the Penobscot Narrows Bridge where I met, I was riding with one other bike tourist who I had met in Belfast and we met another one who was coming south. And uh, he said that, you know, we were talking about camping and a bunch of other things. We talked for like an hour. And uh, one of the things he said, I remember, was that um, in big cities, you know, he's has a hard time camping in big cities because, you know, he said, I don't like to pull up with... Uh, you know, there's, there's local homeless people, and uh, you know, I don't want to just pull up with all my all my fancy stuff. And uh, and I thought he was talking about being worried about people stealing his stuff, but but no, he said he was he was more you know concerned about it just being really rude. Just you know, when you have people that that don't have a lot and just sleeping out in the street, and you know, to show up with with uh, you know your fancy REI tent and everything else is uh, just seems kind of rude, um, and that's. That was interesting to me. I thought uh, that made a lot of sense. I have to agree with that. And uh, this pot handle is very hot. Ouch. Okay. All right. Looks like my quinoa is about ready. I'm going to go eat it. Have a nice Sunday.
and I guess I will talk to you maybe from Amtrak. I don't know. I'm going to try to get this uploaded. Maybe if I have time today in Burlington, the library, I will try to get these things uploaded. Um, but no promises. Back in Burlington, uh, I've had an absolutely fantastic time here. I completed a, a loop today from Plattsburgh down to Port Kent, which uh, I thought was a little town, but it is not. Um, it's just a handful of rich people's houses on top of a hill. And uh, at the bottom of the hill, there is the ferry dock. And right next to that, there is maybe uh, a few, a little short way up the hill is uh, the Amtrak station. Um, just a very less than about like a you know one or two minute walk from the ferry dock. And uh, Amtrak station is just a uh, you know a nice, pretty newly done high level platform <laughs> and uh, looks nice. But there's there's you know benches and a waiting area, but there's no no building and no machines or you know nothing. Just a just a train track and a platform. And uh, I guess the train stops there seasonally. The Am- Amtrak Adirondack, which goes from Montreal to New York City. Uh, maybe further south. Um, it stops there seasonally, so I uh, could have taken that train, and it would have if not for my bike, uh, because there is no baggage service on that train. Uh, but anyway, I, got, I completed my trip at that spot at Port Kent. Uh, I went by the Osable Chasm, which uh, turns out was a more of a park, and it looked like it had some good bike trails, some good mountain bike trails, but uh, I was kind of in a rush to get the ferry because the next ferry was in a few hours, and wanted to get back and spend those few hours in Burlington, and I figured I'll be in Colorado, and there will be plenty of mountain bike trails, so uh, not a big deal. Uh, and then I completed the tour, took the obligatory photo at the uh, ferry terminal, which I will upload at some point. And uh, I'll upload a bunch of my pictures at some point in some location. So uh, if I neglect to do that, please let me know, and uh, I, will, I will make sure to get it up. Um... So I took that ferry, absolutely beautiful ride, uh, seeing all of the Adirondacks and New York State and the mountains and the Green Mountains in Vermont. Uh, it was about an hour ferry ride. I took it, they left at 12.45 and got into Burlington, a little short of 2 o'clock. And uh, when I got to Burlington, there was a weekend concert going on along the waterfront. Uh, they had a really nice boardwalk and... Uh, it's just a great town, a, a great city. I, I really had a fantastic time in Burlington. And Sunday night, I stayed at the hostel, the uh, Burlington Hostel, it's called. I thought the rates were a little expensive, uh, 45 bucks for a night, for a Sunday night. And it was pretty quiet and uh, almost had the room to myself because it was that's how quiet it was. Um, and they did not have a stove, um, so I bought some stuff that I was going to cook, and I'm very excited, and then I found out they didn't have a stove, so I had to bring all that back. Um, fortunately, not a problem, but, you know, um, I thought it was a little little expensive for what it was, for most hostels are in the $30, $35 range, especially on a Sunday night. But uh, but it was nice, I was able to, uh, to get refreshed and get a shower and uh, do my laundry nearby and just kind of, kind of relax and get ready to leave on, on Monday morning. And then I left Monday morning. I rode my bike out to Essex Junction where I got the Amtrak train. And that's a, a town about, yeah, seven to eight miles east of Burlington. And I was originally planning to take the bus there, but uh, as it turned out, I read the bus schedule wrong. Uh, even transit nerds like myself can make that mistake. And uh, it reminds me of uh, something that uh, Chuck Marone of Strong Towns once said, uh, I think he was something like, you know, I'm a, I'm a 
I have a degree in civil engineering, and I'm a, you know, I took calculus, and I still can't figure out some of these schedules. They're just super confusing, and that is true of a lot of bus schedules. You know, if you're not familiar with that, and and uh, even then, you still have to be careful. But if you're not a long-time bus rider, it's uh, it's very difficult to attract new riders, especially when the frequency of service is low. Um, but it's even another thing to be uh, have it difficult to read the the schedules. Um, in this case, I don't think the schedule is particularly difficult. It was just me making a making a mistake, uh, looking at the, seeing the, the morning rush hour and seeing, oh, it's every 15 minutes on this route, great. And I'll just, you know, show up and, uh, you know, and I, so I showed up for a 9 o'clock bus and it turns out it was uh, 8.15. The last one was, the last one on 15-minute frequency was 8.45 and then it was 9.15. Um, and so I wasn't going to have enough time to go get the train. So, um, or I would have cut it a little too close. So I said, you know what, let me ride. And um, most of the ride was a uh, four-lane State highway, uh, not pleasant, like almost like an arterial, like a suburban arterial, but without, with, with nowhere near as many shops and stores. It was a college and a hospital, and actually, that probably the most pleasant four-lane arterial that I've ever ridden on. Uh, that doesn't say much, but but uh, yeah, not too bad. And I got there uh, for the train, the Amtrak Vermonter, that uh, left right on time. And I met on the platform, I met somebody who had a Brompton folding bike. And so we had a conversation. I was like, oh, I almost brought my Brompton. Um, and we chatted about that. And a small station there, little station building, but uh, nothing uh, nothing fancy. And the, the only Amtrak representative there was actually a, a volunteer, uh, somebody told me, because he was being a pain about her bike. And so she uh, she was like, he's a volunteer. He can ask you, he can help you get your ticket ready, but he can't ask for your ID, which... It was interesting because he didn't ask for my ID, and I don't know. He must have given her a hard time at some point. But anyway, I brought the bike on. It was a uh, low, you know, low platform, so I had to pick my bike up the stairs of the train and uh, you know, wheel it inside, just inside the car. There was a uh, bike rack there, the kind of bike rack where you basically stand your bike up and hang it by the front wheel. Only the I later read the instructions on the side of, of the bike rack, and it said to take the front wheel off. And I was confused because I don't know why you'd have to do that. I don't really understand. It didn't make any sense. It said take the front wheel off and put the wheel on the floor. I don't know. Um, it was just fine with the, with hanging by the front wheel, and nobody seemed to care. So I don't know if the people assembling it have any idea how to use how to use a bicycle. But I'm glad they uh, have bicycle service on the Vermonter, which is thanks in large part to advocacy from Local Motion, just a Burlington bicycle advocacy group, and. Local Motion was great as well. I'm going to follow up with them. I used their bike valet parking service twice, actually. Um, they have it every Saturday at the farmer's market, and I uh, had a great time hanging out there. I think I talked about that in the last uh, in the last time when I, the last time I, or one of the few times that I recorded here. So you probably heard me talking about Burlington already, but it's all kind of blending together now. Um, but I had a great time at the farmer's market, and I met this guy, Stu, who is the uh, coordinator of that. And, um, and then I saw him again at the concert on Sunday night and took my bike for a little while and uh, you know it's nice to be able to just park your bike and not have to worry about anything you know take, your, take all your stuff off and um, so far I've had good luck with parking the bike and uh, just free locking it and you know just using the cable to lock the wheel to the frame and so far that's worked okay and I haven't had trouble I haven't had anything stolen as far as I as far as I know but uh, you know, I always I always worry about that, and it's nice to to have it securely parked. Um, I do have my U lock as well, which I did I did use that in Burlington, and I was planning to lock up at the hostel, but they actually had bike parking inside the hostel, 
So they had a, I was just getting set up in the hostel, and I saw that there was a bike rack in the back, and with a couple bikes in it, and so I said, can I bring my bike in? And she was like, yeah, it's a bike-friendly hostel, bring your bike in. So uh, it was the second floor, but I, that wasn't a big deal. So that was also nice, get the, get the bike parked securely, and uh, all my stuff is dry, and then, uh, so I got an Amtrak. More coming up soon, in the next episode, from Massachusetts, where I had to make a train connection, and things went a little wrong.